Radio. Welcome to the Sharon Kleiner Hour. Thank you so much for joining me for my very first show. Each week, you and I will discover the power of water, a new self-examination for you and the health of your eyes, your skin, your mind, and your body. I'll be right back to explain why this show is so unusual and why the things you learn each week could radically change your menu of lifestyle. I'll also tell you how regular listeners could receive $10 worth of free eye and skin moisturizing sample products with Biologic Aqua Tissue Culture Grade Water. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Listen, the world is talking. World Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Sharon Kleina Power of Water Hour. Once again, I'm Sharon Kleina, founder, president, and research director of Biologic Aqua Research. We're the only company dedicated who specializes exclusively to the study of water, hydrotherapy, the dehydration of your body and this earth, and how to rehydrate for human health and wellness. That is also the focus of this show each week, which is intended to provide you some common sense education for human health and wellness in your own daily lives and your lifestyles. Among many other subjects, we will examine Earth's ecosystem, the greenhouse crisis, global warming, and the water evaporation, the water vapor evaporation and dry air. In other words, water vapor evaporation that's happening on the Earth is causing dry air and indoor dry air. From a uniquely common sense perspective, no matter what your politics, I will suggest ways to protect your health and the health of your loved ones without waiting for the politicians to act. Let's learn to be responsible for ourselves. The human body is made up of trillions of cells, each of which is 60 to 70% water. What does that happen? What is that telling you? You are a walking sponge. You're made up of water. Why aren't we taking it more serious and learning those symptoms of dehydration to help you with your lifestyle? Water, of course, is the foundation of all life on Earth. To maintain health, it is critical to understand the role of water or moisture, especially environmentally, cause dehydration and moisture loss to the eyes, skin, and your breathing passages. In other words, you're not breathing very well. Your lungs are not giving you the productivity. Your eyes are dry. Your nasal passages are dry. Your mouth is dry because you're not breathing moisture from the air that doesn't have a gas or a toxin or a problem indoors or outdoors. Hydrotherapy is a new scientific evaluation that researchers how researchers will learn the human body, how it will absorb and utilize moisture. You require moisture from the outside coming in. Yes, I want. we need to drink eight glasses of water a day. 
And I will mention to you a little hint. Don't just sip. You drink one full glass eight times a day. Start out in the morning with a very warm glass of water. Before you go to work, your daily activity of engineering your life is going on. Try to have at least two or three. Don't put ice cubes in it because your body is 98 degrees. Please have eight glasses of water a day. Make sure your children drink eight glasses of water a day. Your grandparents, your family, think about eight glasses of water a day. Don't sip. Eight glasses of water a day needs to be drank. You need to understand how water can be beneficial in the prevention, alleviation, and treatment of many diseases and symptoms. We need to understand what is happening each day. For you to understand, we have today invited a guest that will be here soon, Maya Dolina. And Maya is in Hawaii. She is, uh, was an executive with Hewlett Packard at one time. The excitement of having her on today as our special guest, Maya was an executive with a very high-powered company. Very, uh, uh, um, her activities every day were on the go. She didn't know one, one moment to the next how to supervise herself in, in, in taking care of her own good health. So Maya, I felt like she had started um, a wellness uh, retreat in Hawaii. And uh, right now, I'd like to introduce that very special guest, Maya Delina. Maya, thank hello. you, Karen. How are you? I'm terrific. I mean, it's eight o'clock in the morning there. It is, and it's beautiful here. Oh, come on, rub it in. <laughs> well, I'm standing here in Southern Oregon, in Grants Pass, Oregon, and I must say, I've got the snow-covered mountains that I know you're probably having about seventy to eighty degrees today. That's right. Yes, it's warm and sunny. Wonderful. Well, thank you for coming on our first show. Well, thank you for asking me. Can, tell our listeners a little bit about you, Maya, and all your your mission and what you've been doing. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm a Native American woman from South Texas, and I'm in the baby boomer generation, which means I'm 50-whatever. And um, at 18, I decided to leave Texas because in Texas at the time, it was not very supportive to minority women, and I had aspirations for having a career in math and science, and I knew Texas was probably not the best place for me to, to be. So um, I went to California at the age of 18. I got married and had my son. And then when my son was six years old and in school, I went back to college and I got my computer science degree. Mm-hmm. So I was really, really uh, happy with that, a working mom and going to school at the same time. Um, during this time, I worked for several companies. I worked for an import-export company and a freight line company as a data center manager, and then I finally got my dream job at Hewlett-Packard, and that was 19 years ago. That's a dream job of top executive pressure. Well, it was, and, and, and this yeah. is the amazing part of it. I started out as a, as a software support engineer, uh-huh. and that was really stressful. Customers will call in, and they expect you to fix their computer problems. They don't yeah. give you enough information, and there you are on the phone. You can't see what they're doing. And you go um, home at night, no, almost forgetting that you uh, had left work. You're still repairing computers. That's right. That's right. You know, and I, and I used to work, going into work, 
8 o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I'd be there at midnight. Oh, I so. bet you were, because when people are not on the computers, it's when you want to repair them. That's, that's exactly right. And, uh, you know, they didn't, they could not afford having any downtime, so they'd call exactly. 2, 3 o'clock in the morning if they needed something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, working for Hewlett-Packard, I really learned a lot, and because I was, you know, very passionate about helping customers, um, I, I got promoted just about every year for five or six years until I came to the executive level working for HP. Uh, in Palo Alto, California, I was a customer support operations manager, which means every high-powered um, executive from General Dynamics, Hughes Aircraft, would call me 3 o'clock in the morning if they had any problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, yeah. Especially with computers today. It's like anything else. If it isn't working, the, everybody, there's downtime. People are sitting there uh, and the company's having to pay them while they're doing nothing and people are feeling lost because they can't forget, uh, finish their projects. Exactly. I mean, and the multi-billion rate... dollar companies today, it's gotten even worse. Uh, if it, computers are down, everything is down. That's exactly right. We are so dependent on technology, and having technology up and running all the time is really critical for my customers then to help service their customers. So, it, it, And it was very costly to have it down. So um, I can imagine also when I think about it being in your position there, is the heat of the moment. People were probably a little angry, antsy, the anxiety to get given to you to hurry up and pressure you to hurry up and get it done. That, that's true. Exactly. That's very, yeah. very true. We, we were under that pressure. Constantly. Yes, you were. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> and then what took you, okay, you uh, were with one of the top companies, American companies in the world, Hewlett Packard, which is absolutely an American success story. Uh, what then led you to what you're doing now? Well, you know, in, in looking at, um, I'd say the last seven years that I worked at Hewlett-Packard, I went into business consulting. So I used to consult with various businesses at HP, and then also I became an executive coach. So I'm a certified coach, life coach and business coach. Explain <clears throat> that to uh, our listeners. What, what, with a corporation, and you're a, uh, you were a consultant to be hired by the corporations to be what's called a life coach? Well, to be a life coach and business coach. Okay, what does that mean? Okay, what that means is that we have executive programs, and our executives, in order to perform better, go through a series of surveys and uh, observations and all of that. I was a coach assigned to a team of 18 executives where I had to observe them, where I had to... Uh, really see how it was that they operated, and then I would sit down and talk to them privately about a lot of different things, about what's going on in their life. Were you working with the human resource director to do that? Uh, I was not in human resources because uh, the way our our organization was structured within Hewlett-Packard, we wanted to be separate from human resources. We were in an independent organization that operated like a company external to HP. Okay. Because we maintained privacy, confidentiality. We would talk about health issues with the executives there, you know, what was going on in their family life and everything. So everything was more or less kept separate from the company record. Wow, that's wonderful that they would do that. Yeah, I I think it was an amazing program. Amazing, ahead of its time. Very much so. Yes. 
In fact, that program, it's called The Winning Edge, won an award, and I can't tell you which magazine awarded that, but because of the way the program was structured. Wow. Yeah, no, no. I, in fact, uh, we'll talk about it later, but uh, our company just launched a press release uh, in the United States in January for uh, a symposium to study, which I'd love to have you part of, uh, to study occupational health. Right. Your responsibility to yourself to feel better and what you need to learn to do that. And we're going to go out with surveys and questionnaires and with the doctor's team, and we're having uh, three different press conferences along the way after the questionnaires are completed. They're all confidential. We're doing it behind the scenes. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we go out to the public and give our uh, the complaints. What are the complaints to our working force of the world? In other words, it's like Time Magazine said that, the person of the year is you. I agree with that, and I'm sure you do too with your background, yes. that the superpower Absolutely. of the world are all of us, all the people working every day to make this world happen. And, uh, but again, to learn to be responsible to yourself and the productivity of our worker, working occupational people, individuals, you are ahead of your times. Uh, and I'd like to invite you, Maya, to join us on that. But go on, tell Thank me. Thank you. I would love to. Oh, I'd love to have you with it because you have had, you could teach us how to go about some of the things we want to learn. And at the end of it, we're going to publish a book on what we've learned. It'll probably be a volume after volume each year, but it gives everybody a chance to learn more. And the, uh, right. and the businesses themselves uh, to learn more, the insurance companies to learn more. Right. About what people are complaining about and what they want to do to take care of themselves with their own menu. Exactly. It's all about empowerment, and that is one thing that we teach people. It's it's not just about empowerment in your job and owning your career, because, you know, years and years ago, a person would work for a company and they'd retire from the same company. It's not that way no. today. People switch companies. They switch careers. Companies are downsizing. There is a lot more stress in people's jobs these days, and it's now, about empowering started, people. Yeah. When you mentioned empower, empowerment uh, with mm-hmm. your background, uh, what does that mean, empowerment of individuality? Uh, would you explain that to our listeners? Sure. Uh, when, when we talk about empowerment, we really talk about a person owning for themselves what happens to them. You know, we each create our own reality. We are each responsible for our own health. We're each responsible for our own career. We're responsible for our own happiness. Once we start saying that it's because of someone else that we're not happy or we're not healthy or we're not whatever, we lose our power. It's about taking back our power. That is right. Have you ever noticed with yourself if you trip on a stairway and you turn around and you blame the step? But if you stop to say, oh, my gosh, I should have been walking, uh, watching where I walk. Exactly. If you take full responsibility and you're calling it empowerment, then you personally are mentally in charge of you. Exactly. Right, and not blaming the step. Exactly. And then the way that works, according to the laws of attraction, because then you are now empowering yourself and owning everything that happens around you, then you can create the reality that you want rather than feeling the victim of that reality. Wonderful. That is exactly right. In fact, that's why I wanted to do this uh, symposium is uh, the working force of the world, all of us, everyone, I don't care if you're a household engineer staying home, taking care of your family, um, individuals who are active every day, trying to uh, get a daily schedule of productivity, do well at what they're doing, 
others affected, knowing they're affecting other people, people have to start understanding your mind is you, how you think about what you're doing. And isn't that something about freedom? Freedom gives you that in your own mind. Nobody can take that away from you. For any, any, uh, No one can take that freedom away from you if you work with your own empowerment, empowerment in your mind. Am I right or wrong? Absolutely right. Okay. Absolutely yeah. right. Now, is... This is something that is so exciting about the show. Uh, uh, this is what we want to be educating every day, uh, I mean every Monday, daily menus of what you can do to empower your own mind, your own schedules. Don't blame the government, don't blame the, anybody else. Take some blame and learn how to, your, I call it your own lifestyle menu. In other words, we do go to the store and we take a, a list. We do our checkbook with a list. Do we pay our bills with a list? I don't know. But back to uh, our list of ourselves. Okay, tell me more about what you, now your mission, what you're, where, you, where you went from there. Well, while I was still at Hewlett-Packard, I could see... You know, we had very good programs and they were effective. However, because it is within a big corporation, there were limitations to what I felt I could offer my my clients, the executives that worked for HP. And also, I have a passion for metaphysics, spirituality, and the quantum sciences. Mm-hmm. So taking that passion, when HP offered me the early retirement package in 2005, I took it. Mm-hmm. I bought a place here in Hawaii, and this is where I'm devoting my time fully to spiritual health, um, physical health, just having a holistic, healthy being who wants to learn how to empower themselves and be that way. So I'm opening up these these centers here, not just for executives, but you know, in California, but for people all over who really want to learn methods to really empower themselves and progress themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, I noticed on uh, some of the information that you also run, uh, and I'll pronounce this wrong, Tundra Yoga. Right. Uh, explain to our yo- uh, listeners some of those uh, missions that you're doing there with some of your teachings. Well, Tantra Yoga is an ancient path. It's one of the 64 art forms in India, and it's based in Hinduism. Mm -hmm. And Tantra Yoga is really learning how to expand and manage our own energy. So we talk about empowerment. We talk about owning the things that happen to us, but how does that happen at an energetic level and a physical level? Well, Tantra Yoga teaches us through our breath, we can expand our power centers internally through our breath. We can clear our minds through meditation and through our breath and taking care of our physical beings with water, with yes, nutrition, food. To more about the breath. Uh, we're going to go to a commercial, and I okay. want to, we'll come back. And I really want you to teach us what we're doing about why we're not breathing correctly. Okay. Uh, and sure. I want to learn more about that. We're going to go to a commercial, and we'll be right back. Okay. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. 
When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Welcome to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, and thank you so much for joining me on my very first show. Each week you will discover the power of water, and today we have Mayo Delina in Hawaii, and she's going to be discussing with us some of the empowerment of how you can learn to think more empowered in your own mind and how you work with your daily life with your own responsibilities. And when we took our break, we were talking about breathing and learning to breathe correctly uh, with some of the teachings that she does with Tantra. I'm sorry, I pronounced it wrong. Tantra Yoga. Maya? So we were talking about the breath. The breath. The I breath. Apologize. And, I apologize. Um, uh, the breathing, um, uh, your breath. Uh, what I've learned on the yoga, I need to tell you before you get going so our listeners sure. will know, um, for the years that I've been doing what I do, uh, the pressures and and uh, daily activities, I didn't realize I uh, didn't know how to breathe. And I went to a yoga spe- uh, specialist, and she was going to teach me how to relax, and she was teaching me my uh, how to breathe. And all of a sudden, I turned to Petrina, and I said, Petrina, I, it's painful to breathe. I can't, I, don't, I can't believe how hard it is to do that mm-hmm. breathing in and out. And I said, would you teach me more about that? And so Maya, I think it's going to be exciting for our listeners to learn, we're not breathing correctly. Tell me about the breath. Well, the breath is a life force energy. It's called prana. And it's similar to the life force energy that we get from water. And one of the things that we know is that people, Americans mainly, uh, do not breathe well, do not breathe deeply, do not drink enough water. So the cells do not get enough oxygen and do not get hydrated enough. So just starting with the breath, the breath can open up the different power centers within the body. And in Tantra, we call those power centers chakras. There's seven that we work with, although there's more in the body. And it's about taking the breath in deeply and visualizing and imagining the breath going down through those power centers to open them up. Just the visualization, mind over matter, causes our power centers to activate and open up, which then flows the energy throughout our our bodies. So the breath we typically view as going into the lungs and going through the bloodstream, and yes, that does happen. But in the visualization, we can actually imagine the breath going through each cell and energizing it. Now explain to our listeners what you're thinking now, because I had mentioned before uh, you came on about drinking water every day. Right. How vital it is to, um, to absorb that water. Could you explain uh, to our listeners what the dehydration of the body, what happens, that when you're dehydrated, in other words, you don't have to go over 98 degrees to be dehydrated. Right. We dehydrate. Could you explain that to our listeners so they'll understand what you're saying on this power center and the breathing and the oxygen? Right. So um, some research shows that Americans are clinically dehydrated, and that means that because they aren't drinking enough water, the cells begin to lose their ability to absorb water. Uh Uh-huh. 
So when that happens... In other words, if you're not drinking it, all of a sudden you're dehydrating yourself even further, and probably some of the symptoms maybe to evaluate is your attitude... You're, Absolutely. You're it, it affects your attitude. Of course, it affects your body physically. I mean, if, exactly. you, if you look at your skin on your hands and it looks a little bit puckery, that's, it, it probably means you're not getting enough water to your skin. Uh-huh. But it also affects your thinking, too. What, what we learned um, in doing some of the observations with the executives at Hewlett Packard was they would be either on the phone or in business meetings all day. Yeah. And most of the time, they would be drinking coffee rather than plain water. And we also noticed that um, most of the men need very few breaks because they weren't drinking very much. Right. And what was happening was that they would start getting very, very tired a few hours into the meeting. They were no longer mentally alert, and they didn't even realize that it was because they were not drinking water or cleansing their body. Simple, simple, common sense. Uh, to remember. It's vital. It, it is very vital. And, you know, it, most doctors will tell you drink at least eight glasses of water a day, and I would say drink two more just for the health of it, right? Right, yeah, exactly. depending upon your schedule, too. If you're sitting around a lot and you're not very active, maybe you don't need more than eight. But if you're as active as many of the people throughout the world are today with their schedules and pressures and and what's happening to their uh, stress and exhaustion, they, might, they probably would need 12. They probably do because what happens is the body builds up tox- toxins. Exactly. And in order to flush those toxins out of the body, you need fluid to move that. It's just like moving a barge down the river. And that's water. It's not the orange juice. It's not the soda. It's not the coffee. It's not anything but just water. Exactly. Right? Okay. Exactly. I remember asking a doctor once, well, I do drink a lot of tea. And he said, well, would you wash your floors in your house with tea? And I said, no. He said, well, then. <laughs> I know. Isn't it amazing? Uh, now, my, I was raised by a grandmother who's uh, a French great-grandmother who taught my mother uh, family how to, when you get out of bed, the first thing you do before almost anything is go have your first full glass of very warm water. Right. Get your day started. Get your day charged. And what a, a what common sense doesn't cost any money for this kind of advice, right? Absolutely. And and I was keying in on the word that you said, warm water. And in the study of macrobiotics, and the Zen Buddhist monks who lived to be over 100 years old always drink water that's either warm or at body temperature because you don't want to shock your system. Exactly. I'm going to take a break, and I, I want to hear about that and where you're going with your uh, what you've been doing. Absolutely. And we will be back in a minute. We're going to have a commercial, and we will be right back. Thank you. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. 
Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Listen. The world is talking. World Talk Radio. with a very special person, and I'm really enjoying this, Maya. Uh, this is something that will be, I hope you'll come back again sometime, too, because this is, an, this is something that can never be, uh, you can never discuss enough and providing education with what you've taken time to learn and made your, uh, I'll call it your mission, to be a teacher. Uh, tell me more about what you've been learning on how to teach and put on these classes and your consulting uh, with the uh, with the water uh, education and the breathing. Right. All right. So to talk about the water a little bit, uh, some years ago I read a book by Dr. Masuri Moto, who's a Japanese scientist. And because they have a lot of pollution in their water in Japan, he was looking at how to purify the water or prevent the water from becoming polluted. Um, he wrote a little book called Hidden Messages in Water about his discoveries. And you won't believe this. I had somebody just recently me introduce that book to me. I, isn't it fascinating? It is. So he is. He is so fascinating. Mm-hmm. That's what really started me in my passion for water. Now, what was the title of his book? I forgot it again. I want our listeners to hear it. Yeah, it's Hidden Messages in Water. Hidden Messages in Water. Right. That's his first book, and now I think he's written about four or five books, version, you know, volume one, two, three, and four, but that's his very first book, and it's, it's really fascinating in what he discovered about water and water having an intelligence, and that's why I say water is a life force energy. It has an intelligence to it. It does. Mm-hmm. It absolutely does. And, and so in some of the studies, uh, just so your uh, listeners will understand it a little bit more, is he was looking at drops of water from many sources, you know, polluted sources and what were considered to be pure sources, and he would freeze the droplets of water and then look at the ice crystals. And the ice crystals of pure water were the beautiful, six-pointed, little snowflake-looking crystals. Mm-hmm. And from polluted water, they were, you know, kind of mutated and broken and disjointed crystals. Mm-hmm. And what he discovered also, quite by accident, was that, that with our thoughts, we can imprint the water. So he had a bottle of water that he had written some words on there like love and thanks and all of that. And when he tested that water, which started out as polluted water, it became pure, and the ice crystals were pure. So he started doing various experiments with his students on imprinting water with negative energy from our thoughts and imprinting water with positive energy from our thoughts, and it was reflected in the ice crystals. Isn't that something? It's absolutely amazing. And so, of course, then we can draw a conclusion. We, as physical beings are more than 70% water. What are our negative thoughts imprinting upon us? Thank you. That is exactly what this is all about in this show, is what can we do together, uh, all of all the listeners, all of us together, become a, a, I'll even choose to say an empowerment on this earth with this ecosystem, with our attitude, our choice of thinking, and how we treat ourselves, how we treat other people. And the water is the life of the earth. 
It absolutely is. All life on Earth. And uh, it's people must learn that when you're drinking the water and you're bathing and you're showering and, and your, your whole way of, of your activities and your productivity during the day has got to include your thinking with the water. Am I wrong? You are absolutely right. Okay. We, we, we imprint with our thoughts everything around us. And because water is very impressionable, being liquid, and it has an intelligence to it, it receives our impressions. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when I'm in the shower, I thank the water for being so pure and warm and cleansing for me. And I feel invigorated after I leave my shower. It's absolutely wonderful. Now, the one thing that individuals have to learn, too, is that when you take a bath, you're detoxifying and lubricating. When you take a shower, you're rinsing. So the two waters have a different purpose. I hope that our listeners, even the men, start thinking about a bath more often. If you don't feel very well, take a bath with some Epsom salt in it to detoxify. A shower is to rinse us. I, I would thank you for saying that because in Tantra Yoga we do have a ritualistic bath mm-hmm. where, where, where we do put um, some pure mineral salts in it. We don't put anything with, with perfumes or anything like right, that. Right, exactly, because you don't want to defeat, but uh, you don't want to change the life of the water. Exactly. Maya, I want to ask you, uh, we were talking about uh, the, the, this earth and, and, and what individuals are trying to do to feel better every day. I want to have you back again. Uh, because this could never, could we ever discuss enough. But tell us before we leave um, with you today, what is the mission you've decided you're doing and the importance to you and to others and how you've affected others and, and that uh, gift that you feel that you've been able to give to others? Well, I am very passionate about people really empowering themselves in their lives. So everything that I do with people, when I coach them, when I teach workshops, it's really about them owning their own reality and what happens to them. I have done that in my own life. So, you know, leaving Texas at the age of 18, Native American woman, when I left home I wasn't educated except for high school. I have been able to empower myself to where I have a beautiful, actually two beautiful places in Hawaii, a place in California in the wine country, and I'm doing what I want to do with my life, and that's helping people. Mm-hmm. Well, that is just, you know, and uh, I hope our listeners, do you have uh, uh, someplace on the dot-com, uh, do you have an email address that our listeners can come to and get acquainted with you? I know they're going to have a lot of questions. I'm encouraging uh, with our show questions. Uh, we do have a caller on the line, but I don't know how uh, what's happening there to ask you a question. Oh, her name is Cheryl. Okay, is Cheryl on the line? Yes, ma'am, I'm here. Okay, Cheryl, do you have a question? Yes, ma'am. I was wanting to know what is the difference between using your product, the Nature's Tears, I missed, versus using an eye drop? Okay, good question. And Maya, if you'll excuse me, I will answer sure. that. Um, well, Nature's Tears, I missed, is, uh, is not taking away from the use of the benefit of an eye drop. An eye drop was invented, Cheryl, years ago to trap and seal and slow down moisture loss. About a hundred years ago, they knew mm-hmm. that the, uh, the eyes were dry. In fact, I would bet that the first medical treatment was the eyes, because if you couldn't see, you'd be complaining about that before you would a broken arm or a wound. True. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, so someone invented a, a drop. 
and that would slow down the moisture loss. And they're invented to do that. Their their chemistry huh? is uh, different reactions to your different um, uh, symptoms. In other words, you may not have a mild dry eye to a chronic, very serious dry eye problem or an allergy. Oh. Uh, I, dry eyes cause allergies. Oh, okay. You were asked years ago to uh, evaluate the, the uh, tear film, which no one had been able to do because eye drops do dehydrate dry the tear film because of chemistry. Okay. So, and that's the clear film over each eye that you can't see. You've got the lipid layer, which is the upper layer. Uh-huh. You've got the middle layer, which is your aqueous layer, and your mucin layer uh, connected to the cornea. Oh. Well, we were asked if we could come up with a hydrotherapy method of misting with a very fine mist, leave your eyes open, and sweep with a fine mist to bring um, humidity and moisture level of all natural nature to diffusion of new moisture into the tear film all naturally. No chemistry, no heavy weight, but a fine mist because the air is so dry today. Mm-hmm. But the gas is outside because of the water vapor, uh, because of earth warming is causing a gas oh. evaporation of, of water outside. Indoors, you've got the forced air, heating, cooling, uh, insulated windows and walls, the chemistry in your clothing, your bedding, and your paints, and so on. So nature's tears I missed was m- created to provide you a benefit that no one had ever had since the beginning of time. So when you're misting, you're providing a benefit of absorption. It's helping anything to do with your allergies of the season. If you're wearing contact lenses, and we'll have guests on about this and contact lenses, but uh, if you're wearing contact lenses, you can wear them again. Uh, If you have scleroderma, lupus, Sjogren's, a diabetic, uh, Parkinson's, and you have a hard time, your eyes are dry, 400 prescriptions cause dry eye. Wow. <laughs> so Nature's Tears Eye Mist is not taking away from the benefit of an eye drop, as I taught you. It is providing you a supplement to give you a new routine of an everyday life to take care of your eyes and make sure you have a maintenance of moisture replacement no differently than you would if you brush your teeth. Now we're teaching people to maintain the health of their eyes. Oh, okay. Did you have another question? Um, no, I don't think so. I think that's about it. Well, thank you for calling, Cheryl. You're welcome. Thank okay, you. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye. Maya, are you there? I am. What is your thinking? Remember the computers and dry and eyes. You know, we have, um, after a certain age, our eyes start getting dry and constricted, and we wear glasses and we wear contacts and all of that. If we took care of our eyes early enough by hydrating them, I would think we've ha- we would have fewer and fewer problems. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. I really did appreciate it. And, of course, uh, would you come on again sometime? I would love to. And if anyone uh, wants to contact me, my website right now is www.maui, like the island of Maui, mauigoddess.net. All my information is there. Okay. Well, thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Sharon. You have a nice day. Aloha. Aloha. Bye. Well, this is Sharon Kleiner. Um, I'm still uh, with you. Uh, Maya is um, gone, and I really have enjoyed having her today. I hope you've learned. Be sure and email us uh, at yahoo.com and I'll be right back.
Radio. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Listen, the world is talking. World Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Sharon Klein Hour. You are the star of the show, and I depend upon you and your emails and phone calls. So during the show or during the week, uh, please toll free, uh, a call toll free, uh, 866-613-1612, or email me at SharonKleinerHour at Yahoo.com. And I also want to invite you um, uh, to contact me because I am making you an offer. If you can contact 20 people and get them to email us on the subject matter of anything they'd like to ask, we'll send you a $10 free certificate for Nature's Tears Eye Mist, which sponsors this show. And just be sure they mention your name in the email as the person who referred them to the show. Any questions you may have, education you may uh, want to receive uh, every Monday uh, between 10 and 11, on World Talk Radio, we are here to provide you a new menu of lifestyle and education. Now I want to introduce Art Bernstein uh, to join us, and each week we're going to end our show with uh, the power of water that brings people to different water locations of the earth. And we chose, because I'm sitting here with you in Oregon. I'm in southern Oregon. I'm a born Oregonian here in Grants Pass, Oregon, and uh, we believe that Crater Lake, the region of the Crater Lake National Forest, is a very exciting uh, story today. Art, would you like to tell our listeners a little bit about you? Yeah, I, I, unlike you, I'm not a native Oregonian. I've only lived here 37 years. Um, <laughs> well, Art, that's pretty close. <laughs> oh, I'll catch up with you eventually. But yeah, you're catching. <laughs> But anyway, when you came to Oregon now, you were you have a master's degree in forestry and you have another degree in anthropology. Right. And as a forester and uh, understanding uh, this earth and the ecosystem, tell us a little bit why you chose Crater Lake today. Uh, Crater Lake is probably the most famous uh, water-related spot in Oregon. Uh, it's Oregon what about the rest of the world? Do you think most of the world would know... Would Crater Lake be well-known around the world? I, well, let me tell you a little about this. It's, okay. it's Oregon's only national park. It's the fifth national park uh, ever created in the whole world. It was created in 1902, which means that a lot of people consider it very special. Now, for our listeners, when you said one of the first parks created, was this the first park in the, in the United States? It was the fifth park in the fifth United States. Fifth park in the United States. But the United States was the first country to ever create national parks. I see. So okay. It was created 14 years before okay. the National Park Service was created. Uh-huh. Uh, the only parks older are Yellowstone, Yosemite, Grand Canyon, and Mount Rainier. Okay. So that's that's pretty good company. That's good company. Well, Crater Lake, tell them about Crater Lake. It's beautiful. Crater Lake uh, probably has the bluest water of any lake in the world. Um, yep. Yes, it is. Crater Lake, if the listeners haven't been there... 
it's almost like you've got an inkwell. It is. It naturally looks like it's an inkwell. Go on, Art. Yeah, it makes the sky, no matter how blue the sky is, it looks pale next to the lake. It has this kind of iridescent blue, and that's because it's the uh, seventh deepest lake in the world and the deepest lake in the United States. It's almost 2,000 feet deep, and uh, the water is absolutely pure and clear all the way down for the entire 2,000 feet. And the reason for that is it's got very steep sides, it has no outlets, and it has no inlet. So there's no siltation coming in, there's no uh, algae coming in, uh, very little shoreline vegetation. So the water... How deep is the lake again? I. Pardon? How deep is the lake? I forgot what you said. Actually, it's uh, 1,943 feet, which is... My good. Oh, okay. Which is also the year I was born, but that's uh-huh. beside the point. <laughs> you just gave away your age. Yeah. <laughs> well, I better tell our listeners, you and I are... I'm older than you. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, tell us more about the lake, um, the people that draw to the lake. In other words, the power of water draws people to these uh, waters of the world. Tell us more. Yeah, well, it draws about 400,000 people a year. 400,000 people? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, there's a 33-mile rim drive and uh-huh. lots of nice little hikes. and uh, ah. It's way up in the high country, so no matter how the weather is in Medford, if it's 110 degrees, it'll be like uh, 75 at Crater <laughs> Lake. The lake is about 6,000 feet. The rim is about 1,000 feet higher, uh-huh. and the highest point on the rim is, Another so thousand. tell me how you what, what the what, how the water got there. How did the water get full of? Oh yes, the fabled story of the creation of Crater Lake. Uh, Seven thousand seven hundred years ago, there was a thirteen thousand foot high mountain, and it uh, exploded in this huge eruption that sent an ash plume around the entire world. You know, they, they found Crater Lake ash in the Gobi Desert in China and, and all over the world, and shortly thereafter. The lava that was inside the mountain all went away, and the and filled with water. Uh, the center of the mountain collapsed and filled with water. Okay, we have about uh, about we have barely enough time for. Uh, what would you say to the world that would be your final comment about Crater Lake? Oh, Crater Lake, uh, go there. Don't worry that there's a lot of people. Um, just find yourself a nice secluded spot and oh, and take a lunch. Eat yourself some lunch, yeah, and uh, just just look at the lake, and it'll it'll mesmerize. Well, thank you, Art. I have to go. I'm sorry, but we're next week. Art's going to be with us and discuss hot springs around the world. Thank you, Art. To invite you to contact me, I am making the following offer again. If you can contact 20 people and have them email me on any subject, my email is SharonKleinaHour at yahoo.com. On any subject matter you'd like to learn on the power of water and your better understanding of your empowerment of you to learn more about your health, please email me each week on questions you'd like to have answered. Also today, I'd like to tell, uh, mention that doctors and pharmacists and optometrists or healthcare professionals, if you are interested in a comprehensive continuing education course the company has put together called Tear Film and treatment of dry eye disease, be sure and contact www.rxschool.com, where the founders of Save a Child's Life Foundation were recognizing melanoma in time in children. 
I cannot express to you, be sure the children are drinking lots of water and you're trying to protect them from the environment and dry eye air. Check them every day and yourselves just in case you may have a spot. Go see your doctor. We are almost out of time. Be sure to join me next Monday, March 12th at 10 a.m. Pacific Time when we'll talk about health and your eyes with our guests. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time. Thank you.